clinical Up. clinical Up. clinical population population clinical population population clinical population Hello, everybody. My name is Gabby. I'm Allison. And I'm John. And welcome to Clinical Populations. <laughs> Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. John, I liked how you extended the S. The S. The S. Yeah, for the I just iron hissed for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Little the snake, snake. The snakes from the last episode you were on. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Snakes. Uh... <laughs> snakes. <laughs> um, how's everyone doing? Doing good. Just uh, trying to settle down from the crazy traffic. Yeah, Dallas yeah. traffic. I know. It's like turned into L.A. over here. Oh, sorry, that's Lily. <laughs> hey, Lily. She's saying hi. Give me all the love. <laughs> I know, baby. I know. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I've been sick the past two days, so I've kind of just been in recovery today while also being at work and catching up from everything I missed the past two days. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, but I'm okay. Um, I'm alive. Yeah, I'm feeling better. Oh, also, this past Sunday, in addition to me getting sick, um, there was this crazy, like, severe storm that happened, like, just in Dallas, and lightning hit a tree on my neighbor's, no, yeah, my neighbor's yard, and the branch, like, one of the branches fell, and it landed like in between my car and my other neighbor's car and we thought like our cars were like done like oh we were like gosh. oh my yeah. god yeah it was crazy it was a huge tree yeah and then but then um i like my other neighbor came over and knocked on my door as i was freaking out and he's like i just pulled my car out of it it's okay you should try pulling your car out i'm like i'm not gonna try to pull my car out of that right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah but then um like we all went outside because the rain started subsiding and like literally all of our neighbors were like walking around like looking at the damage and like i had to go to work in like an hour like i was like oh my god i'm not gonna be able to go my kids have a show they're gonna have to do it without me um but then like all my neighbors rallied together and they got their saws and their clippers and their power tools and chipped away at all the branches and helped me get my car out. And there's only a small, tiny dent on top that no one's ever going to notice because it's on top and no one looks at that part of your car. So yeah, it's crazy. My neighbors are amazing. I had only interacted with maybe two of them up until yesterday. And after they helped with my car, they were just walking down the road, helping everyone else with their cars. It was crazy. That's amazing. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was some uh, some weird stuff that happened in such a short amount of time. And then like within an hour, it was sunny outside. I know. It was crazy. It was so weird. And there's still trees down. Like that's part of why I was stuck in traffic today. There, there are huge, huge trees that are still everywhere. Some people are just now getting their power back on and it's Wednesday. And yeah, ugh, crazy times, crazy times. It wasn't even a tornado. Like yeah, it wasn't. It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, Texas! I love you. Yeah. <laughs> so, sounds like that storm hit y'all a lot worse than it hit me in Georgia. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of rain. bad rain, but uh, yeah. no, no lightning struck trees <laughs> on top of my car. Man, y'all are supposed to get more rain this week, aren't you? We are. Ugh. Which my garden is loving it. My tomatoes have grown <laughs> twice as big in the I last five tomatoes. days. Oh yeah, they are just loving this rain. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. <laughs> oh. You know, Farmer John over here taking care of his plants. <laughs> Farmer John. Talking to them, singing to them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We need to make a song yeah. about that. You and your plants. Yeah. We're going to have to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, your plants can't go E-I-E-I-O. Like, That's they right. have to. That's true. They just have to, like, grow and grow and grow. <laughs> grow and grow and grow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I see it all coming nice. together now. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Music therapy life. Oh, I know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for today's song, we have "When I'm Silent" by Towers. Enjoy. the day the day came clear the November sky was a heap of the limbs we often live to ride a drive to the edge of the field where you played with what they thought was real waving earth Hot 
that still burns To hold her boy once again This silence Is violent This silence Is violent I pulled the trigger and I held the gun That was When I'm Silent by Towers, T-O-W-R-S, with an apostrophe at the W and the R, correct? I think so. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, what do you guys think about it? Um, I I really enjoyed it because it um, it fits that indie folk genre that I really enjoy listening to for my own personal music. Um and the production quality was really nice. I loved, um, I loved how the harmonies were sitting pretty far back in the mix and gave it kind of a haunting, eerie image. On top of the lyrics already having um, some really great visuals, um, you know, like the the snow being um, painted red, and um, I I didn't really realize it like first listen just because I was like surface listening um how heavy it was um but the more that I dug into it I I realized wow this is this is pretty deep um and it just gave it a whole new feeling and it gave me more appreciation for the depth of it and um I, I liked how there were mixes of silence when they talked about uh, they they mentioned silence in the lyrics, um, so it was just mm-hmm. really well painted throughout. I agree. 
Yeah. Um, I really like how in the, the chorus, it's silent musically, except for like one guitar strum. Um, yeah. But vocally, you know, they're saying uh, the silence is violent, which really going off of the like message of that song, you know, having to put your voice out there and, and speak up, um, you know, it gives that almost awkward, um, unsupported, I'm alone kind of feeling to the statement. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize how deep it was either and or heavy it was until I listened a couple of times. Yeah. There's a, a part in the bridge where musically it changes the, it says I pulled the trigger, I held the gun mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. in, it's in six, eight or three, yeah. four the whole time. And it's in the bridge, it hits every like eighth or quarter note. So it's like I pulled the like with the violin, there's like these staccato notes or cello. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's a whole, I don't know, there might be a couple of other orchestral instruments in there, but it's like these like staccato notes, like I pulled the is like three notes that are hit musically. Um, and then trigger it goes back into like the the sweep of the like that uh, what that was before like in the rest of the song and then I held the is like intense again and then gun is like the sweep again so mm-hmm. the bridge differentiates itself from the rest of the song yeah 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 well and that's where like the um the oh my gosh now I can't think the of words point um, of view yeah that's yeah that's where the perspective is being like it's it's cleared up in that section and it's like okay he's or he's speaking from his his own perspective of like wow like I caused this in some way um it changes how you view the story so I thought that was a really cool way of doing it in the bridge of all places (laughs) yeah yeah it takes you all up until that point to really understand their point of view. Yeah, it's kind of like telling a story mm-hmm. for majority of the song that no one knows who the protagonist or the antagonist is. Right. It's kind of this mysterious character, and then you get to the bridge, and you know that's who it is. There's an actual character in place, main character. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes you wonder if it's like a metaphorical antagonist or like, did he actually do it? Mm. Or is, you know, he he also talks about how the silence is violent. So obviously like saying, not saying anything could have in a way caused the act to be done. So it's a... Witnessing something and witnessing something and not acting it out. Um, yeah. When you witness an injustice, not right. acting in that way, the violent outcome is still there. Right. And you didn't do anything to like stop that. Yeah. Very convicting yeah. Um, perspective in this song. Also, the chorus, actually, the first two choruses it says this silent is violent and then after the bridge it says when i'm silent mm-hmm. it's violent mm, takes on that ownership yeah. yeah i also really like at the end where um they repeat the chorus a couple times after the bridge 
Um, and there's a little bit of variation each time that they do it in different ways, whether it's like the chord that they're, you know, doing and the, the progression of the song, or they just, you know, hit a different harmony, but it's almost like they're trying to find their voice. I've been silent and like, now I'm trying to speak out and, and find that voice and exactly how, how to say it or, you know, what words to use and the inflection and all of that. I thought it was interesting. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to find your voice. In that. That's really cool, and I like how lyrically they compare, you know, that the actual um, object, the gun, to the smoking barrel of indifference. Um, mm. I thought that was a really poignant line um, mm-hmm. to kind of tie up what they were trying to say at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, did y'all read this from the perspective of this being just an observer in it or that they were actually the one who pulled the trigger? Because I read it as the observer. Yeah. Someone witnessing it. And then at the bridge, they have this um, epiphany of I'm just as much to blame in this situation. Um, I've got a, some ownership in this situation and how it all played out. Yeah. Mm. Just the way it was written. He He talks about a lens that you look through um, talking about, Oh my gosh, what, what horror it must be to be that parent, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, not experiencing it himself, but you know, the actual act of it. um, But just, you know, looking through that lens. um, Yeah. I definitely saw it as being an observer. And then like you said, having that epiphany of, Oh my gosh, I, 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 can, I perpetuated this problem because I didn't say anything. I'm just as guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so heavy. <laughs> I kind of saw it before I knew what the song was actually about, which we'll get to in a second. I thought it came from the perspective of a, of a relationship, kind of. Mm-hmm in which there's silence going on and I saw the verses as like an individual talking metaphorically and then um, the chorus being the couple, well, technically not talking, but <laughs> from from a, a both people's perspective. Um, so I saw it as a flip-flop between um, individual and collective. I like that. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely um, get the relationship comparison because, like, when I was thinking about, you know, discussions that could come of this and silence, you know, I definitely related it to relationships as well. So I'm glad I wasn't mm-hmm. the only one that thought of that, too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this song really lends itself to being a metaphor heavy metaphor, but metaphor for whatever sort of social injustice or situation is going on. Um, Cause I've also thought about, you know, situations of bullying um, that that could kind of, that indifference is present in that um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you can read the song in, in several different contexts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the beauty of music and why it's it so is. powerful. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely feel like we should say to everybody listening that this would be a this would not be a song that you would just bring in to therapy. Um, it's 
it can be um, very triggering. Um, and because like we said, there's so many different perspectives that can be taken from it and points of view in the song that um, unless the client brings it in first, uh, we wouldn't recommend you bringing it in. Um, it could be, it could be that. pretty dangerous and harmful to a mm. client. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, John, do you want to unleash the, the, the beast? <laughs> so we talked with the artists, um, and asked them what this song was about. Um, and they said that when I'm silent is the retelling of, um, Tamir Rice being shot in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and that was, a um, one of a lot of shootings, Gabby and I were discussing earlier, that was one of a lot of shootings that were all happening around the same time. Um, but the poem is meant to be a reflection of whiteness and um, the ignorance that the artist lives in a lot of the time. Um, they wanted to write a song because it was, um, they were so angry about how the police had handled the situation um, and that they had killed an innocent kid um, just playing by himself. And so they wanted an outlet for that to express them their um, emotions about that. Um, but they also wanted to juxtapose that um, against something that they believe is just as violent um, as the act taken on Mr. Rice. And that's the indifference or ignorance of those who um, witnessed it. Mm. So man, even heavier when you really <laughs> dive Fine. in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that, that happened in 2014. I believe. Mm -hmm. November of 2014. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. It is. Just as a disclaimer, none of our co-hosts are black or of African-American descent. I myself am a person of color. I'm brown. I'm Filipino-American. So I am a minority, but I personally and in my current and immediate Philam communities have not experienced social injustice and racism in this particular way and in this large of a magnitude. So we are well aware that we are talking about an issue that we may not fully grasp just because of our cultural backgrounds. And I apologize in advance if I, if I say anything I think incorrect. that goes for all of us. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and we're aware of our lenses and that we don't really have the authority to talk about this injustice from a racial perspective, but as therapists, it's part of our duty to point out and address indifference, whether it be because of things like this, race and culture, or more commonly within music therapy, disabilities. And it's our role to advocate for awareness and justice and change. I mean, it's, it's our job to practice and promote empathy for all of humanity. And that being said, the content of the song is super heavy and it touches on a major issue that can be difficult to talk about and it can be a trigger. So be very careful with the song or a song with similar content in session. However, I will say that before I knew about the meaning, I thought it was about a relationship. And John right. said that it could also be about bullying. 
So while obviously we're going to talk about clinical implications and uses concerning, you know, the actual meaning, the story behind it, and the horrible injustice of Tamir Rice, other meanings and uses or interventions could be derived from this same song. So... With that in mind, how do you guys think you could use it in session? Um, so I, I love talking about silence, which is kind of funny because talking about silence. Um, but I love, I loved how musically the the artist incorporated um, silence to make a point. And I know for a lot of people, silence can be really uncomfortable, but also not speaking up for yourself. One, you're not advocating for yourself. And two, it can be just as uncomfortable with the um, repercussions of it or the things that come out if you don't say anything or stand up for yourself. So I wanted to do an improvisation um with a bunch of different instruments, whether that's electronic or live instrument and, um, add silence at certain points and like create a structure enough that, um, the the client knows when the silence is happening and just letting it be for a little bit. And then talking about what came up after, um, experiencing the silence and then putting those instruments back in, letting them, you know, uh, express themselves through that instrument and then talking about the the feelings that came up after that and then comparing the two um and you know was it uncomfortable um did you speak your truth what is this like in a a generalized situation so Hmm. yeah yeah improv i actually took this improv class actually i've mentioned it many times on this podcast but i took an improv class um in grad school and one of the assignments we had to do was to do referential referential (laughs) referential i can't say that word um improv on emotions Mm. and so we had Mm -hmm. a list of I guess five. So there was joy, sadness, anger, love. There was something else. I forgot what it was. Oh, I think guilt was one of them. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember mine for guilt was just a, a brush on the drum, just like a sweep instead of any sort of like pitch sound or anything. It was just a shh. Um, because in in the Filipino culture, I don't know if I would speak for all of Asian culture, um, guilt is something that's definitely swept under the rug and it's kept quiet. Yeah. And actually a couple of other emotions as well. And so... Um, for me, whenever I'm feeling angry or guilty or some sort of negative emotion, I usually keep quiet and don't say anything or express mm-hmm. anything. So 
I think that being said, I, th- I think it would be interesting to bring kind of that same emo- referential improv on emotions into a session if this song was brought up. Because just as we are talking about the song right now, a lot of different emotions are coming up. Yeah. Like we're feeling... Mm-hmm feeling awkward we're feeling uncomfortable talking about this we're feeling angry that this happened there's a lot of different emotions the song is awesome so we're like oh this song is awesome joy this is great so all these different emotions um so i think it would be cool if this was brought into session to listen to it and then talk about the emotions that are brought up from the song and also the events about the song, if that's what's needed, or event the song is about, mm-hmm. if that's what's needed, um, and if the client knows about it. And um, yeah, do a referential improv on that. How does how does this song make you feel? Let's improv on that. Yeah. And discuss I like that. that. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. 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 And I think uh, mine was also improv. Um, and, and a response to the song. Um, but I think it'd be interesting also, like you said, you respond one way to anger, um, but also opening up the converse, the discussion of, um, that if we're both doing anger, like the difference in how we both improv and like discussing how different people, um, react to different emotions. Yeah. It'd be a really interesting Mm. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause people don't talk. I love that. People don't talk about how the way you're raised, um, your culture, um, triggers that come up with those certain emotions. Um, it's like, they don't understand that another person expresses happiness in one way or like anger in one way and how your anger is not going to be reflected in that other person the same way. And that's a lot of times why miscommunications happen and um, conflict happens because you're not understanding what that other person is feeling because they're not expressing it the way that you would express it. And I think that conversation really does lend itself to the concept of like, when I'm silent, it's violent. Um, And like, you need to speak up, but when you speak up, people are going to hear what you're saying and respond to it. And so how are you going to say what you're saying? And uh, all of that, I think it'd be, uh, just a really neat conversation to have oh yeah definitely cool also like the music is a mixture of noise and silence and also exploring that um the Mm. rests in music um and so maybe during their improvisation talk about like allison was saying using those silences in there as well yeah Mm. I love that. Yeah, because people yeah. automatically associate music with sound and noise. So that. that mm-hmm. kind. And when I'm songwriting, I'm like, oh, we got to keep going, like keep the momentum going. And there's got to be yeah. something here and something there. And this part was lacking a little bit. What about some silence? Exactly. Mm. What it's would so that important. Do? Yeah. I mean, you could just make like John Cage's 344. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Music history joke. <laughs> it's my favorite song we analyzed. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that complicated man. sheet music. <laughs> oh, so complicated. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, one thing I also want to bring up, even though I said anger was the emotion, was one of the emotions um, to be improved on, anger itself actually isn't a primary emotion. It's a secondary emotion. So there's always something underneath it that causes that anger. Mm-hmm. So hmm. when yeah, yeah, like so fear. when people are angry, yeah, it's not because that's just their emotion. There's something underneath mm-hmm. it. So they're angry because they're scared mm-hmm. or they're angry because they're sad or they feel abandoned or something mm-hmm. like that. So That's so interesting. I've never heard that counseling classes even though i'm not a counselor (laughs) uh i almost i was considering it it didn't happen which is okay but i learned a lot and it's definitely Mm -hmm. helped me in practice as well yeah i'm about to start that life but (laughs) yay yeah Yeah. it's pretty interesting when you start diving deep into emotions and how they express themselves um just like generally because obviously like i said everybody expresses it in a different way but um, yeah, like I was so intrigued when I read that anger comes after something else, like whether it be a thought or mm-hmm. fear or anxiety, um, it's like secondary. It's, it's so interesting because you would, you automatically associate it with like, well, I'm just angry. I'm just mad. Well, no, something caused mm-hmm. that to happen. <laughs> well, right. And when Gabby started listing emotions, it was happy, angry, sad, you know, like it's in the first three that you're going to say. Right. But yeah. It's more yeah. of a response to other emotions. I like that's that's a lot for me to process. Like <laughs> yeah, it was a lot for me to process <laughs> when I first learned it, too. I was like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? That makes so much sense. It's so crazy. Yeah. And like recently, I just saw this um, image of different emotions and how a lot of us even it's because it's how we're taught as kids because when you like go into a a classroom they're teaching them the quote-unquote basics of happy mad sad those kinds of things but Mm -hmm. when you look at the spectrum Mm -hmm. of emotions within just those basic emotions it blows Mm -hmm. your mind i swear there were like 70 just on that image um Mm. so There's so many different things underlying those basic ones, Um, but Mm. everybody just labels them in those tiny um, containers. So, but there's there's so much in there. Yeah, yeah, Um, and that all being said, the reason why the arts are such you know, a great thing that people love is because it's it's another way to express those emotions and mm-hmm. um, those feelings and your reactions and reflections to society, whether it is, you know, the state of it or events that happen within it. Um, so this song did exactly just that. Yep. Yeah. And to something that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful reflection on everything that happened. You know, they were able to take a horrific events and not only give it a voice, but process through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always tell my clients that 
songwriting may seem scary, but the beauty of songwriting is that you can take something either really happy or amazing that's happened to you or something that's, you know, traumatic and awful and turn that awful thing into something beautiful. And then you have that to look back on as you continue Mm -hmm. to grow and change and go through life. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a little snapshot of what that was, but that it's something tangible, but you know, it's, it's beautiful in a, in of itself and in the emotions that you felt and the words that you used or the instrumentation that you used. So yeah. Okay. So those were our thoughts and our feelings around this song, around social injustice, around emotions. And if you guys have any thoughts or feelings about any of these things, please feel free to join the discussion on our social media. And thank you, Towers, for this song and for sharing it with us and for creating something so honest and beautiful out of something so not beautiful. Um, Guys, if you want to check them out, um, they're called Towers, T-O-W apostrophe R-S, and you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, everywhere else. Um, Other than that, folks, we only have one episode left this season, which is crazy. That is crazy. Like, I can't believe we made it. We're we're two seasons in. I know. <laughs> so next season we are doing some collaborations. We are also going to have other guests on and we're just going to be just trying to expand our reach and who we're talking with and the songs that we bring you. And finally check out our bop shop at clinicalpopulations.threadless.com for t-shirts and other cool gear and you can also financially support us on patreon.com/clinicalpopulations and now it's time for me to stop talking so here is when i'm silence by towers bye 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 was the day the day came clear the November sky was a heap of the limbs we often to ride a stride to the edge of the field where you played with what they thought was real waving a Pistols pointing at you. This silence is violent. And this silence is violent.
explain No chance to say The reason your body would break And paint the snow bright red No one That still burns To hold her boy once again This silence Is violent This silence Is violent Just a fine.